Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lord, I praise you. I thank you. I magnify your name. You are awesome and amazing. You are excellent. Oh, God, how great are you to be praised, God? Thank you, Lord, for there is none like you, God. Hallelujah. You're worthy, God. We thank you, Father, for being our shield and buckler. We thank you for being our strong tower. We thank you for being our wheel in the middle of a wheel. We thank you for being our strength, God. We thank you, Father God, for showing us your love by sending your son to die on the cross for our sins. We thank you, Father, for giving us your word that we can read of of who you are. We can learn of you, God. We can learn who we are in you. In Jesus' name, we praise and honor you, oh God, for another chance to come to your throne of grace, another chance to sit at your feet, oh God, another chance to hear your voice, God, another chance to say we love you, God, another chance to say, Father, forgive us of our sin, transgression, and iniquity, another chance to say, Lord, the earth is yours and the fullness thereof and all of us who dwell herein, Father, we thank you for another opportunity to say thank you, Father, that a cattle on a thousand hills belongs to you you another chance to say father we praise you for allowing us to have a sweet sleep as we rested father god another chance to say lord we thank you for allowing us to rise up early this morning to be a part of a body of believers that is ready to stand in the gap for each other father god that is ready to stand in the gap for those who can't stand for themselves we thank you father for another opportunity to hear your word as you have prepared it for us to hear in Jesus' name, that you, we can be obedient for you to uh, told us in your word that we are to get up early to seek you, God. So we thank you, Father, that you woke us up early this morning to seek your face in Jesus' name, to hear what you have to say to us in Jesus' name, for you to lead, guide, and direct us into all truth in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, O God, that we have another opportunity to plead the blood of Jesus over our children, over our families, over our jobs, over our cars, Father God, over ourselves in Jesus' name. We have another opportunity to say, God, deliver us from sickness and disease. Deliver us from uh, thinking things that are not pleasing in your sight, God. Deliver us from speaking negativity so that we can speak positive in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for delivering us from the ways of this world, being transformed in our minds, God. We thank you, Father, for another opportunity to show ourselves strong in you, Father God. We thank you, Jesus, 
for another chance to share your gospel with those that we will encounter today, O oh God, so that they will know that you are the only way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes unto the Father but by you. We thank you, O oh God, for another chance to say that, yes, we are our brother's keeper, Father God. Yes, we are to sharpen uh, each other's countenance the way iron sharpens iron, God. We thank you, Father, that we have another chance to declare that we are more than conquerors through you, oh God. We thank you, Father, that we can say that we are heirs of you and joint heirs with Jesus, that we are the righteousness of you, oh God, that we are clothed in your full armor, God. And when we have used up all of our physical strength, God, you are right there to carry us in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that when we have done all that we can continue to stand there for in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, oh God, that we have laid aside every weight and sin that easily besets us, and we are running this race with patience that you put before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. God, we thank you, Jesus, that we are not chasing after the things of this world, but we are chasing after you, oh God to learn more about you, God, to love you more, God, to operate more in faith, oh, God, to receive more of your grace and mercy in Jesus' name and to extend it to others, oh, God. We thank you, Father, that we don't keep it to ourselves, but as you have freely given it unto us, we freely give it to others in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord that we can declare your power in every hospital in Jesus' name, in every hospice in Jesus' name, that the doctors don't get the last word, God, but you do. We thank you, Father, that when the doctors say that they have given up and there's nothing else they can do, God, you can step in in Jesus' name. If you haven't already been allowed to enter into that situation, God, if you haven't already been invited into that operating room, if you haven't already been invited onto that sick bed, God, we thank you that we had that opportunity to invite you right now. And God say, let your healing take place, God, even if it's not healing where they can continue to live on this side, God. We know that when you heal, You may heal and take them from this place, God. Deliver them from the cares of this world. Deliver them from the pain and suffering that they have had to go through, God. Deliver them from the medication that they have had to take, that you allow them to enter into their eternal state, Father God, because we know that to live is Christ, but to die is gain. So we thank you, Father. For those who you have taken from this place, who knew you as their Lord and Savior, God, We thank you, Father, for taking those from this place who served you with gladness in Jesus' name, that they are rejoicing as they walk the streets of gold, Father God, that they are able to see those gates that are made of pearl, Father God, that one day we will see those same things when that trumpet sounds and the dead in Christ rising. We caught up to meet them in the air, oh God. We praise you and thank you, Father. 
but we can't pray enough for the school system and how education has to be administered virtually. Oh, God, we thank you and praise you for giving the parents the resources they need, calm spirits they need, Father God, to be able to help their children learn in Jesus' name, to come in agreement with teachers, Father God, as we educate your children in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God that we cannot thank you enough for those who are yet standing on the wall to declare your gospel, Father God, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, preachers, the missionaries of your gospel, God, that are sharing what you have placed in them so that we will know, so that the world will know, Father God, that you are the risen Savior, that you are the soon-coming King, oh, God. We thank you and praise your name for it, God. That just because the way our finances may look like we have enough, God, and for those of us where it looks like we don't have enough, God, that you make it more than enough because you said you will give us bread when we're hungry daily, Father God. You said that you will clothe us if you clothe the lily of the field, Father God, you will do the same for us, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, that we can hold those up who they have been diagnosed with life disabilities, Father God, those who have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and dementia, Father God, those who have high blood pressure and low blood pressure, those who have diabetes and asthma, Father God, we can put them in your hands and thank you for their healing in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, for removing lying, rebellious, and dishonest spirits, Father God, that we will be honest and open and just about our dealings in Jesus' name. We thank you that the police force is in your hands, Father God, that we can see the negativity, Father God, but we can still see the positive in Jesus' name, and we can say, Lord, have your way in their minds, that as you are no respecter of persons, God, that we too can be no respecter of persons in Jesus' name. We thank you, God for touching those firefighters in Jesus' name as they go into those burning buildings, God. You keep them safe from things falling on them and hurting them in any kind of way, God. You give the ability to rescue those people and bring them out safely in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that the government is on your shoulders in Jesus' name and decisions are being made the way that you want them to be made, God. We thank you for being lawyer, the lawyer in the courtroom, Father God. We thank you for being the judge that your justice is served in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We praise your name, God, that it is, we are not judged by the way we look because of what people have thought about us, God. But we are judged by the fruit that we bear in Jesus' name. Lord, let us bear your love, your joy, your gentleness, your meekness, your temperance, Father God, your peace in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, that we can endure what you have allowed us to go through, Father God, to make us stronger in you, Father God, that we are able to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, that nothing shall by any means harm us, God. We thank you, God, that we are made strong in you and in the power of your might, oh God. 
Father, I praise you right now for the one that is going to minister your gospel to us this morning, God. Let it come through clearly in Jesus' name. Let it be spoken with understanding in the name of Jesus, because you said that if any lack wisdom that we are to ask of you, oh God, that you would give unto us liberally and upright of my God. We thank you for your understanding, God. We thank you for being with him or her as they have studied, Father God. We thank you, God, that we have ears to hear, that you allow us to hear what you are speaking to your people, oh God. And we thank you, God, that what we hear, we don't keep it to ourselves, God. But we allow you to plant it into the good ground of our heart that it brings forth fruit in our lives, God, that we are able to share with someone else, to encourage their hearts, to draw them closer to you, oh God. To be that light that sit on the hill that cannot be hidden for you in Jesus' name. We thank you and praise you, oh God, that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through you, that we can pull down strongholds. And we can cast out imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against you, oh God. For we know that your word will never lose its power, God. It will not return unto you void, but it will accomplish that which you please and prosper in the things that you have sent it to do, God. We thank you for your angels that have been dispatched into the land, oh God, to go forth to fulfill your word, Father God to fulfill your purpose, that we might line up with your purpose and plan for our lives in Jesus' name. We thank you, oh God. We praise you. We can't exalt you enough, oh God. Every praise team, let them sing songs that are a sweet sound in your ear, Father God. Every prayer warrior, let them pray as your Holy Spirit gives them utterance in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, that every prophet will speak that which you give unto them to say, God, not altering any of it in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that those who have the gift of faith will operate in it in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. We glorify you and magnify you and thank you for it, oh God. Let it be done as you say it for it to be done, God, and in your time according to your will and not ours. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you, say, hey, beloved, Apostle Keith Fuchs, greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, on this morning, we have Bishop Jordan on this morning. Bishop, are you on the line? Yes, I am, Apostle. Can you hear me? Yes, sir, Bishop, I can hear you. God bless you, man. Let the Lord use you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Giving honor to God. uh, uh, who's the Lord of God of my life, and then Apostle Keith J. Brooks, who is the leader of our great fellowship, then our First Lady Brooks, as we are to be honored, and then as we come together, we are our brother's keeper. Let us go to the throne of grace and agreement. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, We thank you that your word is true. 
We thank you, Lord God, that your word that was prayed prior to, we are in agreement. You said where there are two or three are gathered in thy name, you're in the midst, and it shall be done unto those that agree. So, Lord, we are in agreement with the prayer that was prayed. In Jesus' name, we expect it done so that the hearers of this word will not only prosper in their minds, souls, and spirits, but they will understand, and not just 30, not just 60, but 100 to 1,000 fold in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, praise the Lord, saints. We are starting in the book of Mark, chapter 9, a most familiar verse, but it has a uh, a, a new direction, and I really want you to focus here today on what this direction has God has reminded his people, what his word does, and who he is. In Mark chapter 9, we'll begin, uh, we'll begin with the verse 23, well, we'll go to verse 23, but we'll begin actually at verse uh, 17. This is the most familiar one. And it states, and one of the multitudes answered and said, Master, I brought unto thee my son, which has a dumb spirit. So as you could tell right in this, there's a whole lot of things going on. And prior to this, the, his disciples had an issue. And verse 18, and wheresoever he taketh, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth through the teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples, and they should cast him out. And they could not. Now, that's a question. They could not. Why? Why was it they could not? And it goes on to verse 19. He answered, he said unto them, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. So Jesus answers the question why they couldn't. And that was that they were faithless. But he was mentioned they were faithless as a generation. Moving on to verse 20, and they said, They brought unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit teareth him, he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. Verse 21, and he asked his father. This is Jesus talking to the father of the, dumb, uh, the child with the dumb spirit. How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. So apparently this has been going on for a while, since childhood that he had been, uh, had, had this spirit, had this issue, had this problem, the foaming, and so on. Verse 22, and oft times it is casting him into the fire, into the water, destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Now, that's not the title of the message. Verse 23 is the title of the message, because most of us will ask that question, Lord, can you help us? Lord, can you help us? And Jesus answered, said unto them, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. That's the title of the message today. All things are possible to those that believe. If you believe, what are you going to do? Well, let's find out what you're going to do when you believe. The very first thing when you believe that it's going to rain because you heard what? You heard the meteorologist say it's going to rain at 5 o'clock. You look at your watch or you check your phone to see what time it is 
so you're prepared to what? Be prepared for the rain. You are, you are also watch the news for a certain issue about uh, uh, tornadoes and hurricanes, and they will uh, actually guess, hello, they will guess based off of what? Conditions that actually have happened in the past. So they're going by historical conditions about what could happen uh, weather-wise for a hurricane to go in a certain direction. There's one that's coming up through uh, Louisiana right now that's going to uh, cross over Louisiana, uh, Alabama, and then cover over into South Carolina. Now, of course, most people will say, well, those people need to get prepared. Those people need to get prepared. Why are we saying that? Why? Because we're going by historical history of what the conditions of the weather could do. And because we listen to the conditions, we agree. Now, God says, and I want you to listen carefully, God says all things are possible to those that believe. Now, if he said all things, that means we need to what? Figure out, number one, what conditions we're going to believe. What are you talking about, what conditions we're We're going to figure out what conditions we're going to believe. I'll say it again. You and I decide what conditions we're going to believe. Now, for the most part, we believe the conditions of what our friends, family, uh, uh, neighbors, coworkers have had. And when they have had a condition with sickness or disease or worry or, or financial situations, when they've had a condition, we begin to agree with what they've done. And we'll say, well, you know what? It's happened to brother so-and-so, it's happened to sister so-and-so, it's happened to Mr. so-and-so or sisters or uh, Mrs. so-and-so, and because it's happened to them, it's going to happen to me. Now, most people would say, well, Bishop, I, I don't do that. I, I don't do that. Well, here is the question. Here is the question. And Isaiah asked it. He says, whose report are you going to believe? Whose report are you going to believe? Because all things are possible to those that believe. I'll say that again. Isaiah said it. Whose report are you going to believe? We choose to listen to the report of everybody else instead of the report of the Lord. Hello? Instead of the report of the Lord. Well, you know, Bishop, I, you know, I, I don't, uh, you know, I listen to, to Apostle Brooks. and I, I, I listen to uh, my, my cousin who's a preacher. And, and, and uh, I listen, I, I read my Bible, I, I read my Bible, I, I, I read my Bible. Well, isn't that interesting? When we're reading our Bible, for the most part, we have more confidence in what we've heard somebody else interpret the Bible for us instead of our relationship with God. Because the scripture says plainly, it says, all things are possible to those that believe. Now, let's just back up just a little bit because we could actually, we could actually just, just sit back and, and, or move forward, rather. We could actually just sit back and say, well, you know, that only works for a few people. Let's go to Luke. Luke, the doctor, in chapter 1, said this very clearly. You already know it. 137. Luke 137. Now, you know this is the so-called Christmas story. 
we know, no, I, when I say so-called, you know, I'm just, just bringing it to this is the most familiar area when we hear the story. It comes from the book of Luke, chapter 1. And while we're there, there, there is Mary who is told that she's going to have a child. Then there's Elizabeth who's told, her cousin, who's told that she's going to have a child. So all of this is going on. And verse 35, let's read this. It says, an angel answered, this is Luke chapter 1, verse 35, an angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. Now I want you to listen carefully. What happens next? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah. Verse 37, it states, for with God nothing shall be impossible. What does it say in verse 38? Listen carefully. And Mary said, listen carefully. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word, and the angel departed from her. According to thy word, and the angel departed from her. Now, she could have agreed with everybody else. She could have agreed and said, That ain't possible. That's crazy. You done lost your everlasting mind, angel. You need to move on. I, am, I refuse that. Devil, I bind you. You know, that's what some of y'all say. You know, you start binding the, the angels that, that God has sent your way. You start binding God sometimes when God has sent you a message about his deliverance for you. And you say, no, no, that ain't God because sister so-and-so went through this. Brother so-and-so went through this. Uh, bishop so-and-so went through this. Apostle so-and-so went through this. Reverend so-and-so went through this. Doctor so-and-so went through this. And the doctor says, it's not possible for me to go through uh, to be delivered from this. And we accept that report. But Mary didn't. She said, Behold thy handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. She agreed with what the angel said. She agreed with what the angel said. She agreed with what the angel said. I'll say that again. She agreed with what the angel said. If she agreed with what the angel said, did she get what she believed? Yes. How does she get what she believes? By saying it. <laughs> yeah. The verse 38. Oh, thank you, Lord. Verse 38. And Mary said. Mary didn't dream. Mary didn't hope. She didn't wish. She didn't wonder. She said. What did she say? Did she say it to herself? No. She said it out loud. How do we know she said it out loud? Because the angel heard it, and he departed from her. Wow. The angel heard it, and she departed from her. See, you see, in Mark 9.23, in Mark 9.23, Jesus says to the Father and to the disciples around, he said, all things are possible to those that believe. So since all things are possible to those that believe, what do we have to do? We have to say what we believe. Now, if you say what you believe and you agree with what God said, you're going to get the same results that Mary got. If you 
say what you believe, and what you believe is what God said, you're going to get the same results of what Joshua got. What had jo- happened in Joshua's time, in Joshua chapter 1, uh, verse 5, it says, God said to Joshua, he says, as I was with Moses, I should be with thee. You, I will never fail you nor forsake you. Is God with you? Hello, saints of God. Is God with you? I know some of you are just screaming and shouting and dancing. Yes, you know God is with you. However, now we have to agree with God. Now we have to agree with what God said. We have to agree by saying what he said with our mouth. And we say what we said with our mouth at the most unexpected time. What do I mean by most unexpected time? We don't just say what he said only in church. We say what he said when we get in a car before we go to work. We say what he said when we uh, get, go to the hospital when we go visit a patient. We say what he said about healing when we go visit our family members. We say what he said when we are looking at the bills in, our, in front of us that just showed up in, our, uh, in the mail. We say what he said when there's no money in the account. We say what he said. You get what I'm saying? You say what he said. You agree with what he said. He said all things are possible to those that believe. He said, well, I will supply all your need according to his riches and glory. He said, I will be with you always, even until the end of the world. Has the end of the world occurred? No, it hasn't. So he's with you. Well, that, Bishop, that just sounds like a good message, a good sermon. No, baby, it's life. It's life. You agree with what you believe. If you believe the devil's word, you agree with him and you'll say what he said. You'll say that you're dying. You'll say that you're sick. You'll say that you ain't got no money. You'll say that you'll lose your house. You'll say that you'll lose your job. You'll say that your marriage is messed up and you're going through a divorce. You'll say that I don't have the love of my life. You'll say all of that mess. Why not agree with God? He is the greater one. You quote the scriptures when you're in church, but then when you're outside, when you're walking and talking, who are you going to agree with then? You need to agree with the word of God. You said the word of God is most powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Well, act like it and say it. It's only sharper than any two-edged sword when it comes up out of your spirit. And the only way it gets there is that you have a relationship with God to the point that you talk with him and you say to him what he said to you in his word. All things are possible to those that believe. Now, if you don't believe what God's word says, shut your mouth until it's time. Why? Because Matthew 12, 34 puts it this way. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Jesus said that very clearly. He said, oh, you generation of vipers. See, you know, oh, my Lord. See, people have this tendency to think that the tongue does not have any power. But Proverbs 18.21 says the power of life and death is in the tongue. Now, you could argue all you want, but you might want to go back to that scripture. Proverbs 18.21 says the power of life and death is in the tongue. And those that uh, eat the fruit thereof shall live by it. All things are possible to those that believe. If you believe you're going to die, that's what's going to happen. If you believe you're going to live, that's what's going to happen. And how do you agree? By saying it with your mouth. Isn't that what Mary said? She said in verse 38, And Mary said, Behold, thy handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed 
from her. Isn't it amazing the angel parted from her? But if you keep reading prior to, you'll find out that Zacharias had to have his mouth shut because he didn't agree with the angel. I don't think God, you want God to shut your mouth just to get something through. I really don't think so. So let's start agreeing with what the word of God say, says. Why? Because Mark 9.23 says all things are possible to those that believe. We love you. God bless. Wow, God bless you, man of God. Hey, that's the word of the Lord. Listen, that is the power of God's word. Once we're in agreement, Amos 3 and 3 says, can't two walk together except they agree? Can't walk with God without agreeing with him. He's at point. Hey, listen, God bless you, Bishop from Second Chance Church. Hey, listen, we love you all. This is your Apostle Keith Brooks till Thursday morning. Hey, let's agree with God. Let's agree with the word of God that I believe God will bring into our life everything that the word of God says is ours. We are in the benefit package. I love you. Praying for you. Pray one for another. I am my brother's keeper. Till Thursday morning, I'm out. God bless you.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.